All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. So, this is weird, because we're usually in the same room. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it feels, uh, I'm in my, my at-home office, so it feels like I'm at work. Yeah, perfect. In my um, basement, so. Yeah. Uh, Shane, you missed it. Steve logs on with the, with the prison cell concrete block background. And he says, oh, I could turn around. And there's a shelf of DVDs for a movie content. That wasn't his first choice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the movie review crew. Um, we we have taken like a three-week hiatus. And now we're we're back with air quotes is that all it's been is three weeks i has it been longer i don't know i don't know it's kind of just like rolling together right now yeah um but yeah so we did we haven't uh stick stuck to a schedule uh so i think what the plan of today is just to talk about what we've been watching what we've been finding in our spare time because uh a you can't go outside in a lot of areas around the nation. So people on Netflix, people on Hulu, HBO uh, have been, people have been binging is what I'm yeah, trying to I've say. Yeah, I've been seeing, uh, I think lesser known streaming services are jumping into the mix with what's going on. I've been seeing commercials for, uh, one was Tubi, one was that Quibi. <laughs> have you ever seen those commercials for the Quibi? That looks idiotic. Yep, I've seen a lot of Quibi. Yeah, it's like seconds to watch uh, a one sixteenth of a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. The, well. So one of my friends at work has been listening to a podcast that breaks down movies, and they'll they'll do an entire I think hour episode or twenty minute episode. I don't remember because I'm not watching or listening to the podcast, but they break down like a minute of a movie at a time. So if it's an hour, hour and 30 minute movie, there's 90 episodes specifically on one movie. Yeah, that's that's a lot of <laughs> for just one movie. I mean, yeah, it puts a lot of stuff into the movie, but yeah. I don't know if you can make one episode off of just one minute of a movie. People love it, man. They they've been like going in depth. I think there's an episode or there's an entire series on Jurassic Park and well, if you're doing, it depends on the movie. We there are some movies we watch. We struggle to fill thirty minutes of, you know, it's uh, yeah. Sometimes it's difficult if it's just a, I don't know, like a comedy, like an Adam Sandler comedy we've done. Where sometimes it's like, what do you, what do you break down? For? Well, that's why I think like doing it, you know, breaking it down more specifically, minute by minute, you have every single thing to talk about like you would be more particular about every detail that you saw you almost have to like start start talking about wardrobe and stuff yeah yeah without a doubt shane what were you saying in this minute adam sandler made a fart joke huh let's break it down like that doesn't do it and that would be literally every minute of the adam sandler movie because that's what they are (laughs) it depends on you know we we 
always talk about Roger Deakins. Like you could break down a Roger Deakins a minute worth of Deakins scene for an hour. Yeah, like here's a sunset and another sunset. I think you'd have to be pretty choosy with what movie you're picking if you're doing the one minute. Podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't think that's our style anyway. No. I think if if we've shown over the last, we, we can't stay on track for <laughs> talking about an entire movie for thirty minutes. We go way off course. Yeah, without a doubt, uh, without a doubt. So let's get into things though. Um, who wants to go first? But what have you guys been watching? What have you been spending your time with? Um, Did you watch First Man? I know. I'm actually, I've been keeping up on, <coughs> excuse me, on my 2020 movies. I'm actually at 19 for the year. Wow. Oh, okay, 19, <coughs> but 18 and a half bad ones. Well, no, no. Okay, seven. <laughs> Were you able to watch The Lodge yet? No, I've been looking. Oh. Can't find it. I've been I've been renting movies off of Fandango now. Um, is that cheaper than Prime? Well, it's, if they're free on Prime, then no. Like, like <laughs> we, always, <laughs> free. we always have to rent movies on Primes, like five ninety nine. Is it is Fandango it's about the same? I've just been renting a lot of movies. Gotcha. Um, well, or the free one I just watched. Have any of you watched Extraction on Netflix? No, I haven't uh, gotten to it yet. There's a guy at work that's into all the '90s. Like it, his favorite actors are Mel Gibson and and, and Bruce Willis. So is it, is it Shane? Do you work yeah. with him? <laughs> so he was telling me, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this movie Extraction. You ever heard of it?" And I was like, "No, but my brother's all for it, so I'm sure you'll love it." And then I told was, him to check out Bloodfather. <coughs> oh, he hasn't. How have you? How are you a Mel Gibson fan and not have seen? He, well, so he's an older guy that doesn't really care about newer movies. He doesn't keep up with newer movies. Yeah, fair. He's like you know our uncle Jim, where his, his favorite movie is Braveheart, so he'll just watch Braveheart three times a week I mean, rather than watching a new movie. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, extraction though is is. Uh, uh, the movie itself is just kind of plain. It's predictable. It's the same old stuff you've seen. Uh, but it's a former stuntman turned director. And obviously that was the appeal for me. It, you know, similar to John Wick. It's that's the trend in action movies. Uh, you were you and, were super excited about this, weren't you? Yeah, and the fight scenes are are very good. The action scenes are very good. Uh, but the story is just I mean, we've seen it. It's it's one drug dealer's kid gets kidnapped by another drug dealer's kid, and Chris Hemsworth rescues him. Right? That is literally the story. Um, and Hemsworth, while physically capable, he just doesn't have much personality. I in in nothing I've ever seen him in. Oh, movie. what about? Uh, and I I agree. I don't like him. But what about um, with Jeff Bridges, the El Royale? Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. That was his easily his best role. But this is, and it's not all his fault. It, it's the typical tough guy, stoic action movie archetype. Uh, you know, he doesn't talk much. He just. So I guess what he was asked to do, he he did. He he was able to do the action scenes, believably. He physically, he he's believable as it's just badass, but. Not much to the characters, not much to the story. 
action is very very good though if, if you're into that check it out i'll go i'll go with one um that everybody can watch because it's on disney plus right now is uh onward um i watched yeah. it. it has uh chris pratt and um what's spider-man's name tom holland <laughs> Shane got that one right. <laughs> Toby McGuire, Spider-Man, get out of here. Um, I thought that was a pretty fun movie. Um, the chemistry between Holland and Pratt is pretty fantastic. Um, so if you have, if you haven't checked that out on Disney Plus, make sure you go check that out because I thought that was a pretty fun movie. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna watch that. I sat down, my wife and I sat down with Leland to watch a movie, and I was flipping through and I picked that one and she saw it coming on and she said oh Leland and I already watched this without you <laughs> like, come on <laughs> so I didn't get to watch that one I'll have to it watch was good it I enjoyed it I, I, it was uh it kind of hit the whole the predictable Disney check boxes yeah. but but uh it was well made the story was good like Steve said the chemistry was really good the voice acting was all very good well, it was fun. Of uh, animated movies, I've been—I haven't seen anything new really. I've been catching up on on some older stuff and then some stuff from last year. So, I saw because I've been watching a lot with Leland at night. I saw there's one on Netflix called My Little Vampire that's actually pretty fun. So if you have kids, yeah, or you like kids movies, it's pretty fun. Hey, raise your hand if you have kids. I'm talking about the viewers. Yeah, you're the only one. Okay, moving on. So anyway, uh, I also watched though for adults because I think more adults like this series now than kids. Toy Story Four, I finally saw, and I was disappointed. You're crazy. I, I thought, um, I mean, Buddy and uh, Buddy, <laughs> Buddy and Buzz are are the the cornerstones of the franchise and they just cast aside buzz like he was a secondary character and uh, i just you know too many new characters if this was supposed to be your your finale like going out with the the franchise i i think they failed at that it's like why why focus so much on new characters rather than wrapping it up Oh, I, I agree. That was my huge gripe with the movie. It was a fi- it was a very very well made movie. It looked fantastic. I mean, this is probably the best animation work that they've done to this point. Uh, but yeah, they, it's a send off. It's the last movie that that relationship has been the crux of the entire franchise. And like Aaron said, they set it aside for this Bo Peep and and Woody bullcrap, and it just. But I didn't, I didn't mind the Bo Peep stuff. I, I, I just felt like the whole Buzz and Woody thing was cast aside. That should well, that's because of the Bo Peep stuff. Well, right? it, you, you can't get both, both in. in. So, yeah, I, I agree. It was well made. Very, very well made. I, I, there's no arguing that. Uh, but, man, it, it didn't, yeah, it, so. to me, it's the worst. of. It's very good, but it's still the worst of the of the franchise i'm on the opposite spectrum i think it's the best of them oh no in what way i for some reason man i just i think the the underlying themes of like they they talked about and they investigated what it meant to like have a family and be a toy and i think i think it's okay and i agree that the the story was told very well the themes were explored very well but at the sacrifice of 
characters. Uh, yeah. To me, what is the franchise, and that's their their relationship. Sure. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not going to argue that. But I they for could some have easily explored those themes with Buzz doing anything, literally anything. He just wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like his. Liked his it. Uh, and yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, as far as I also watched uh, Storks, an animated movie with Leland. And you and watched. That was, that was pretty good. That All right. So, Aaron, movie. can you mute him or yeah. what? <laughs> he hasn't watched a single thing he's wanted to watch. Um, no, I yeah. Storks. I was running through my animated. The stuff I watched. There, uh, is there any Storks way you could crack me up? It's got the I don't even the guy from Keegan Michael Peel. Oh, what? I'm sorry. Keegan Michael Peel. Yeah, you know. No, Storks. Keegan Michael uh, P. Yeah, put them together. The, <laughs> who's the guy from the cop show you guys watch it's from snl oh, oh wow. andy sandberg yeah 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 he's isn't he the main guy in school? yeah but anyway uh speaking of both of those guys i i started watching i got hbo now and i started watching seven days in hell with andy sandberg i've seen that andy sandberg yeah the just, tennis match is that the tennis yeah yeah I saw that it's just okay. I, I like 20 minutes in, and I'm like, I don't really. It overstays. Well, I think the trailer is better than the actual series because it's a clever idea and it's funny when you watch a 30 second minute long trailer, but yep. then you start watching it and it's like, okay, it's yep. it's a it's a skit that's way too long. Yep. Uh, and then I think I watched this a little while back, but I rewatched Get Out. I don't know if we ever yeah. talked about it on the show. Um, it's fantastic, though. Oh, Get Out. Yeah, I was thinking of Get Us. Get Out's better than Us. Yeah. Very true. Uh, Very true. And I, and I want to rewatch Us uh, while this quarantine is going. Don't give Us credit, though. I did just listen to the soundtrack while I was mowing. So at least it's got that going for it. Dude, Us, us has a phenomenal soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. So Shane was talking about Netflix movies um, kind of being stuck in house and actually uh, having nothing to do this weekend what i've been doing um we watch coffee and kareem yeah oh um, god and Have spencer Conf it, and no. spencer confidential this week oh no um i actually saw the most watched um thing on netflix right now is spencer spencer confidential which i mean people uh, like Wahlberg, man i don't i don't get it i people like him i i it's it's not a bad movie, but um, it's your typical Mark Wahlberg movie, man. Um, but as my wife said, um, the guy who plays uh, the black cop, um, yeah, I, I don't Winston names. Duke, yeah, yep, is is pretty great in that. Isn't he from Us? He is. Yep. Yeah, he's the he's Abraham. Okay. Why do I know that character's name? I can't remember <laughs> prominent characters. <laughs> Who the hell's Paul Newman? Oh, yeah, that uh, guy Abraham from the movie Us. Yeah, oh, my God. Actually, I think Abraham might be the the split version of him. Uh, could be. Man. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, if you want to watch some uh, decent Netflix movies, yeah, Coffee and Kareem and Spencer Confidential. Uh, speaking of Netflix, I feel like we're we're really pitching for Netflix, but well, okay, this this 
I'm not saying the quarantine is the perfect thing for Netflix. But it oh is. my god! I mean, Dude. they were they were on their way up before it because of all the uh, Oscar buzz they got. But now it's like, what else are people watching? Netflix. Dude, I not even the Oscar buzz, but like they the Tiger King. Say what yeah, you will yeah. about that entire docu series and and movies like Bird Box. They can grasp an audience and just mm-hmm. make waves every yeah, three months. because everybody has access to it. Once somebody starts uh-huh. talking to something, like you know, your friends at work start. And I, I'm not one to if I don't want to see it, I won't watch it. So when people were talking about Bird Box, I watched the trailer. And I was like, no, hell no. Yeah, sure. I, uh, people talking about that tiger, or whatever. I watched the trailer. Nope. Hell Dude, no. It's worth it. It's honestly 90, like 96 million people watched it. <laughs> Honestly, no, if we weren't if we weren't in quarantine, would Tiger King become as big as it has? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so. People I think like so. dumbass things. <laughs> I mean like it's that. a dumbass just, story, but it's just completely bonkers. Like it, it's a story you can't you couldn't make up and it's one hundred percent true. People dig that. It makes it makes the craziness look even crazier. Uh, yeah. like, yes, I mean the first episode you're like whoa and then you're like waiting for the next episode and it just keeps getting crazier yeah. and crazier it goes on. I've, never, I've never seen any of it but it's so big a part of everything right now like everybody in the world has seen it yeah i find myself you know when something happens and i'll say man that bitch carol baskin like i'm trying to blame somebody <laughs> yes <laughs> reason i think it blew up it's it's just it lends itself to the meme culture that, that oh yeah that yeah. is online and, and just pop culture now and, and the quotes and just the characters that are it's a cartoon and it actually happened <laughs> it's, it's like it gets stuck in this feedback loop of social media where like it's on netflix but then someone posts it to tiktok and then it gets picked up yeah. on facebook it just it netflix marketing does something right man like yeah, to, they don't have to anymore. I mean, if it catches on, the world markets for them. Yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of it. Well, well I mean, but the like, fact that everybody has it in it and it's free. If you see a movie in theaters and you say, "Oh, this is really good. You should go check it out," people say, "I don't really want to spend money. I don't want to go. I don't want to." Yeah. Netflix. Hey, this is good. You should check it out. Okay, I'm on the couch at home and it's free. Why not? But that's that's the beauty of it. Is people keep referring to Netflix as being free even though we are all paying for it. Well, well right, uh, but uh, you don't have to pay to watch that specific show. Right. You just have the, the, the membership, so might as well. You've already paid for the right. month. Right. And, uh, it's, it's, it's not like Prime where sometimes, you know, you pay for Prime and then you have to pay to see the movie on Prime. Yep. yep. So. It's just like uh, they announced the other day that the, the new Scooby-Doo movie, they're – Sending it straight to streaming. They're not even like talking about sending it to theaters. It's just going to be nineteen ninety nine, right off the bat. I think that is where that movie needs to be, anyways. Yeah, I mean, I get it because for like a family of four, nineteen ninety nine is a heck of a lot cheaper than yep. going to theaters and seeing it. But for I mean, me, you don't have to worry about your kids screaming yeah. and bathroom breaks and missing. Like, yeah. Yep. But for me, 1999 seems like a lot for a movie that probably isn't going to be that good. You know, have any of you <laughs> paid to rent any of those? I mean, The Hunt, um, no, The Invisible Man, any nope. of those that are because I that's I'm not paying twenty dollars to watch something. When I pay theater money, I'm at the theater. It's like yeah. huge screen. I've got the speakers. It's that experience. I'm not paying twenty bucks to watch it at 
home. Well, the idea is the idea is to have, and it doesn't work in a quarantine, but 20 bucks to have a viewing party or if you have a big family is nothing. Yeah, but 20 true. bucks when it's my wife and I, that it's going to be interrupted by a child eventually in the middle of the movie. Anyways, 20 bucks isn't happening. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Shane, what's the best movie you've seen in quarantine so far? Yeah. Um, the best of, of this year, do you mean? I mean, you said you've seen a lot of movies. So yeah, I, mean, you, I, I think so one that I don't know if it's the best, but it's probably the one that I enjoyed the most. Uh, I watched The Gentleman. Have, have any of you seen that one? I hear a lot of good things about it. Man, so I love that. That I, I think it's, I think it's uh, Guy Ritchie's best movie. I really do. Interesting. Um, and it, it feels Guy Ritchie has always felt, at least to me, like like Quentin Tarantino without the, without the pretentious factor. And that's what this feels like. It, it's 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 that witty dialogue without trying to. It's not like he's trying to feel like the smartest man in the room like Tarantino does. So you can just sit back and enjoy it. The characters are fantastic. Uh, uh, everybody. McConaughey's fantastic. Colin Farrell's in it. He's fantastic. Charlie Hunnam is fantastic. No. No, he is. Oh, trust me. Charlie Hunan is uh, not fantastic. In and, yeah, it, it's it's a tale. It's a story that twists and turns, and it's it's a... Guy Ritchie gangster movie like like most of all of his good ones are so yeah it's it's probably the most fun movie I've seen on, uh, of this year and I watched uh, Underwater with Kristen Stewart oh uh, hey big big question actually I've wanted to see that um, and the question I have for you is why did you watch it because <laughs> because uh, <'cause, laughs> That's it. That's it's all you got. Okay. You're just sitting there and hey, 2020 movie and uh, let's do it. Let's cap in and let this go along. What? You paid to see that. That's uh, yeah. the only way. Yeah, I rented it. Yeah. Objective mm. objectively speaking, how how is it? How was it? Fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. No, it is. It, it's 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 the most most well done mediocre movie. I mean, it's got the big budget production, um, but it's just eh, it's How a monster mon movie. It's underwater or whatever. How are the monsters? Uh, they're. I, I mean, they're they're what they are. One of them's this big like Cthulhu squid looking son of a gun and. Oh, they're different. I don't want. I don't care. I don't know why I keep asking questions. I don't care. I'm not gonna see it. Aaron's gonna see it. This one's gonna see it. Besides, besides Kristen Stewart, there's also T.J. Miller. Yeah, and he's. Okay, hold on. This is the reason I did not see the movie because T.J. Miller in the trailer, at the end of the trailer, he says, "Ah, they're dragging me underwater," and then. It shows underwater as the title. I'm like, no, I'm out. That's terrible. That's to be terrible. fair, they at one point did drag him underwater. <laughs> he so. had a suit on. He could breathe. That's not so. That didn't make his statement false. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
You know, one thing I wanted to talk about, sorry, this is, I just wanted to just wipe whatever that last conversation was mm-hmm. off. Uh, we talked about this in the, the group ch- text. Uh, you guys have seen Problem Child. Yeah. Yeah, when I was, wh- when did it come out? Because I saw it when I was like, what? That had to be 92 or 93, right? Uh, my phone. Yeah. It, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But oh. like, nostalgia speaking, objectively. Original was 90. 1990, really? Yeah. So that movie's not a zero percent. No. Oh, I guess right. it would be. <laughs> it I might be. I've never seen it in quite a while. So, so the the movie Problem Child is sitting at zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Do we? Does anyone want to watch it? No. Nope. No. I would watch it. I'm John Ritter is. There's something about John Ritter. You can't even name something else John Ritter's in. Three's Company? Damn it. Name something else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, problem Child 2? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he's, so. he's in Sling Blade? Yeah. Does he play Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, uh oh. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, all right then. It's like, do- it's like Dr. Evil up there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh. Well, Wait, what, what else did you guys watch? Anything good or worth seeing? Oh, I want to mention this because I, I don't think a lot of people have even heard of it or, or well, that's it. But it's worth <laughs> okay. watching. <laughs> it's, it's from WB Animation, and it's a Mortal Kombat animated movie. But it's rated R, incredibly violent, incredibly gory, and it's it's an incredibly faithful telling of the Mortal Kombat story. It's faithful to the characters, the style, the the fighting. The story doesn't matter, but it's the same story from the game. You know, there, there's a tournament to save the Earth realm. But man, I mean, it's like heads getting chopped off, heads getting chopped in half, arms getting ripped off. I mean, it's violent. And WB animation is very, very good. And this, you know, it's hard to sit there and, and critique an animated movie other than to say it, if you're into Mortal Kombat, you'll love this movie. It, it was an absolute blast. All right. Wh- where did a, you? I watched it on Fandango now, so it's available right. there if you want to watch it. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like it's one to uh, a cartoon to watch with Leland. Yeah, you'd like it. Yeah, tell tell Amber it's very kid friendly. (laughs) Tell Amber it's kid friendly. Uh huh. Until the first uh, twenty five seconds when (laughs) heads are getting lopped off. Yeah. We uh, I've been watching a lot of the Star Wars cartoons with him, and now he'll take, uh, you know, like we have a little toy drill, or he'll take the the little hose sprayer nozzle, and he'll point it and say pew pew. And I'm like, okay, uh, we might have to stop watching Star Wars. He's learning all the wrong things. <laughs> He's just learning pew pew. Yeah, pew yeah. pew. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm watching Game of Thrones for the second time. How yeah. far are you at? The the good part or the bad part? Uh, bad part. Yeah. <laughs> Seven was, or eight. Was it, was it as Five. Was it as distinctive a shift from good to bad as I remember? Because I remember saying, man, this is great. And then they deserted the book almost entirely. And um, it was terrible. I don't think, I don't think we're quite at the 
abandoned the book completely part. Well, if, if you're on the season with the Sand Sisters, they abandoned the book. Yes. So I think it it's I think it's less because the the story isn't progressing. Like seasons one through four, they're doing things. Stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. And oh, then season, season five, it's like they stop to investigate our characters and learn more about like the world that they live in. And it's like this isn't Game of Thrones anymore. Like and to soap opera set in the Game of Thrones universe at that point. A little bit, yeah. With, with the tires spinning as far as the story goes. Like where where are we going? I get like, it. You can have character development while progressing the story, development yeah. through actions and through events and like it's just and the the villains aren't good. Like the Sand Sisters aren't that good of a villain. I don't yeah, think the problem is the problem is that's that's the writer's fault. And that's why every time those writers get credit for Game of Thrones, no. Because well, what they did on their own was awful. They all of what happened with was it House Dame, whatever they go to Dorn, wherever whatever the I don't remember the titles exactly, but Martells? Yes. They in the book are awesome and play a huge role, and and there's a whole new subset of of uh, I'm not gonna get into. There's it's a lot they just abandoned sure. and ruined, and it, that's when it lost me. Well, and then I'm not only that, but like Cersei's bouts with the High Sept is like starting to happen, and like yeah. it's just like it's it's you see her transform into Tywin in some aspects, which is cool, but it's, it just feels different. And I think, I don't know, that's where I, I start the, not liking it. The guy at work um, said that he went back and watched it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And, and said, um, it's not a, as bad of transition as I, he remembers, mm-hmm. but he, he thinks most of it is because we waited so long for those seasons to come back. Yeah, you think that's the case, or do you just think it's that bad? Well, I haven't got I haven't gotten to that because I think in season seven and eight is when they took like the year and a half breaks. So yeah. that's what I'm really interested in seeing because I hated season eight first time around, and everyone that I've talked to that has waited until the the entire series was finished to start it said they didn't mind it. So I'll be I'll be interested to see. Interesting. Yeah. I. Uh... I don't know. I, I love the heck out of the first four seasons, and then I, it lost me fast. Yeah. And, yeah. and what they did with, and maybe it's Amelia Clark, she doesn't have much ability, in my opinion, to act, but her sure. transformation in, in the, the books, she transformed from a child to a queen and a leader of people, and in the, in the show, they show her transformation, like all she does is whine and cry and say i'm the queen of dragons like you know what show it don't say it that's not how (laughs) he's just a terrible leader fair um one thing i i was looking up into was the pilot actually had a couple different actresses and they recast amelia clark as daenerys oh no uh have you seen have you seen carnival row yes Yeah. Uh, that Tamsin Merchant girl. I don't remember who she plays. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't remember who that is. But she, I mean, one second, I'll look it up. But she was the original Daenerys 
of House of Targaryen. Delavine? Huh? Oh, gotcha. No, Delavine was the main. Her Cara name Delevingne. is Tamsin no. Merchant. <clears throat> yeah, her name is Tamsin. Her character's name is Imogene Spurnrose. Spurn no idea who that is. Okay. I mean, she couldn't do oh, much worse oh, than... Oh, she, uh, she's like the uppity lady that doesn't want... Anyway, you guys haven't seen Carnival Row. <laughs> I mean, uh, I watch it. I don't. I don't remember her. She was the uppity woman that didn't want to love the half goat guy, whatever the hell he was. I don't know. Oh, I she was the sister. I remember her face now. Yeah. I did. I, I wonder why. Oh, I bet uh, she wonders why too, and regrets not getting that. Yeah. Well, I wonder why, based on the results and Amelia Clark's acting abilities. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Yeah. Maybe maybe because she was more childlike, uh, she fit the, the beginning character more than than this other <clears throat> actress. I I don't know. Just yeah. guess. Good for Amelia Clark. Bad for this one. Yeah, I guess. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Any other uh, shows? Real quick. Speaking of TV yeah. shows, after uh, because Game of Thrones is really the show that it it was such a striking difference in the end of that series that that's really what stopped me from investing my time in tv series and i decided i'm just going to stick to movies and miniseries yeah because if a miniseries sucks by the end of it you haven't wasted a whole lot of time so i i've been catching up on a miniseries and and one that's on netflix now that i've been looking forward to forever is waco and it's very good um it's it's directed by uh, a guy that he's directed a few not too popular feature films, but he's at least got talent. And they're actually very good actors in it. Some of the acting is not great, but the story, I mean, it's the real life. The main actors are, are all metal. fine. The Some main side actors, but, but the yeah. ones that matter are all very good. Michael Shannon is fantastic in it. Uh, Taylor Kitsch, I think, he gets a bad rap because of, uh, what's that? John Carter. Yeah. And he was uh, in the X-Men movie. He played Gambit and people didn't like it. But or, he, that was just a bad movie. Though, well, sure. But he was good in, in uh, a not so great True Detective season two. He was fantastic in that. And he's awesome in Waco. I recommend that to anybody. It's a six episodes, 45 minutes a piece. Absolutely worth the time. He was also in 21 Bridges. Yeah. 21 Jump Street? Yeah. 21 Jump Street Bridges. Um, and that one is available, I think, on, on everywhere. Amazon, Fandango to rent. And if you haven't watched that one, that one is very good, and he is very good in it. Okay. Are we ready to end this, guys? Yeah. I think yeah. so. All right. Well, uh, I don't know how frequently we're going to be doing these, but just be watching out for the episodes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to take yep. a movie for everybody to watch, let us know, and we can just do a whole... Shame! Watch First Man! <laughs> oh. But you already did an episode on it, so... I'm just... Oh! I, I, really, I honestly think it's, it's, an, uh, it's one of the most underseen, underrated movies of the past few years. I love the heck out of it. Yeah, this Oscar-nominated, Oscar-winning movie was one of the most underseen, underrated movies. Well, it should have been Oscar-winning. 
And really good at it. Uh, speaking of which, I watched La La Land. Oh. But we are out of time. I'm not going to tell you what I think of it. Uh, Ooh, a teaser. Yeah, a teaser. So join us next time. In the biz, that's what they call a cliffhanger. Yep. Uh, But yeah, so join us next time for another Zoom uh, post, pre, during quarantine, present quarantine. Can we get a a sounder of the guy singing from Xenon? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Oh, I I knew what he wanted. Uh, But yeah, so join us next time for uh, more stuff and what we'll see. Someone in the show. Tell your friend. Tell your friend. Tell them. Hey, guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. Sir, I said good day. Yeah, see ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.